Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello once again from Romania. I hope you're having a great day. We are having a nice quiet day here in Romania. Today we will look at our 16th message from the book of Ephesians called Laboring in a Good Thing. It's interesting that we come to laboring for the Lord here in the book of Ephesians. On Sunday morning here in Romania, I have been preaching from the book of John. And I am in John chapter 4, and I have just finished preaching about three messages about working for our Lord and how we come here to Ephesians, and we will look at the same subject once again. So let's read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Ephesians 4, 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Laboring or working in life is something we all do, or we should be doing. Life is full of work. It never seems to end and can get tiring and discouraging at times. But working in a good thing is necessary, fulfilling, and a blessing to those around us. The word work is found 420 times in the Bible, and the word labor 89 times. It is therefore an important topic that the Bible gives much attention to. We have looked at this subject a few times, but it is worth looking at it again since it is so much a part of our lives. Living life with nothing to do, idleness, and no purpose is not biblical living. Good men and women in the Bible were always busy laboring in a good thing. In this verse here in Ephesians, it is talking about laboring for our daily needs and being able to help those who have physical needs. We could expand this and find in the Bible laboring in spiritual things for the Lord. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we find another example of laboring with our hands. Today, I want us to look at the command and example to labor, the dangers of walking disorderly and not laboring or working, and not getting weary laboring in a good thing. Let's read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 6 through 15. This is a long passage, but I believe it is worthy of our time to read. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 through 15. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which he received of us. For yourselves know how ye ought to follow us, for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. 
Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ, that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man, and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. In verses 7 through 10, Paul tells the Thessalonians that he was an example of how they should labor, working with their hands, providing for their needs. Paul says he had power. He could have not worked, but let the people provide for his needs. But instead, he labored so he could be an example to them. Paul and his companions made tents, which is very difficult physical labor. So he commands them by the Lord Jesus Christ to work. This is a command and truth found throughout the Bible. God made us to work and labor from the very beginning. It is his will that we work and provide for our needs and to help others. Let's read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. And that ye study to be quiet, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. Most of us understand the command to work, but what about being an example as Paul was? We forget that part. If we work with a cheerful, thankful attitude, as unto the Lord, then we can have a strong impact on our spouse, children, family, church family, and the lost people around us. Most of us want the blessings and benefits of laboring. It is hard work to become good at something, to provide financial security for your family, and be able to help those in need. Someone worked very hard to do those things. The Bible gives us many examples of godly men and women who labored. I believe because of this, God could use them and blessed them greatly. So first, we see the example and command to labor. Second today, the dangers of not laboring, of not working. Paul gives several warnings in this chapter. First, he says to withdraw from those who walk disorderly. What example did Paul give of walking disorderly? Not working, but instead being busybodies. That was the example he gave. In other words, people who were idle in meddling or prying into other people's business. They were probably also gossiping and doing other things. Here is an example the Bible gives of, in this case, women who are idle and have nothing to do. Instead of being busy taking care of a family or serving God, they became busybodies. Now, I have also known men who are gossips and busybodies, so it's not just the women who do those things. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. And withal, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. 
Hardworking, busy people have little time for foolish, hurtful meddling. They are simply too tired and don't have enough time for it. The truth is, working and being busy with a good work will keep you out of a lot of troubles and sins. Idleness is very dangerous, and the devil loves it when we get bored. Our generation has too much quick access to entertainment. We need to get off our phones, internet, TVs, and out of the shopping malls. Instead, go do or learn something useful or profitable. Look at what the main sins of Sodom were. They were pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness, and not helping the poor. Let's read about that in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 16, verse 49. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters, neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Third and last today, we are not to get weary doing a good work. We have seen that work is good and necessary in life. However, it never seems to stop. We have to be careful not to get weary of doing a good work. Let's read Galatians chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. And then verses 9 and 10, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Take some time to rest. Rest is not the same thing as wasting time, being lazy, or idling our time away with entertainment. Rest is important. We need a balance of working hard and then playing and resting with our family and loved ones. For example, when I am done recording this, I'm going to take my daughter to the park and enjoy some time with her. Life, family, and ministry is a marathon, not a sprint. Set a pace you can maintain for the long term. If we wear ourselves out by working too hard, it will help no one. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. He served in this evil world and suffered on the cross with joy. He is our great example to follow. Let's read Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Don't get weary and give up. We must keep going and keep doing what is right and responsible. I know there are people depending on me to get up and do my work. If I get weary and give up, then someone else will have to do it for me or it will not get done at all. If you have too much to do, then simplify your life and your duties or delegate to someone else. 
Another area we get weary in is doing the work of the ministry. It can be very tiring, discouraging, and hard serving the Lord in this world. I know I get weary sometimes serving God. It is hard when you see no results, no fruit, no interest, not even conflict when you have worked hard for the Lord. But let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. I really like this verse. The Bible says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The key is we are laboring for God and not ourselves or men. We need to make sure our heart attitude is correct in front of God. Am I witnessing, handing out gospel tracts, teaching, preaching, encouraging for me or for men or for the Lord? It should be as unto the Lord. In these times, we need to rely on the strength and help of the Lord. He can help us not get weary in well-doing. Let's read one more verse for today in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Let's not get weary in well-doing. Let's keep doing what is right and not get idle. Let's read our verse from Ephesians one more time today. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let's labor in a good thing this week. Next time, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week.